0: And as uh, a guy uh, who loves uh, the program, beating those Longhorns never gets old, even though you guys do it a lot. Congratulations on that win last night. And uh, another uh, another good a great win for the team. And I thought that was a, you know, you do it in different ways sometimes, but I thought that was really great, the response, when Texas gave you a little run early in that second half.
1: Yeah, no, uh, it, it's. Anytime you can beat a good Big 12 team, it's always a a great night. And um, obviously, within the state and our fans, um, there's no love lost um, with the guys 90 miles down the road. And so, um, you know, just very excited for for Baylor Nation and very excited for our our team and, you know, getting another Big 12 win. But uh, that is one heck of a basketball team down south okay they um they are the most athletic team we've played, and we thought like Auburn was a really good prep because of their athleticism mm-hmm. well Texas is longer and more athletic and and then they have experienced guards and so um we understand what it's like to come back off of a a shutdown and um, that that it's just not the same really where it, where it gets you your, your offense as you can see, those guys shot it pretty well because, you know, they had fresh legs and stuff. But on the defensive end, it's where it gets you. And so, um, you know, we I, I just expect them to just keep getting better and better as the year goes on. But um, I think we have a lot of room to improve also, which makes you feel good as you're watching the game and you see that you didn't play your best. Um, you know, they part of it was them. They made us not play our best, but part of it was us. And we can we have some things we can correct, so we can play better. And so, looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, and uh, I, I find it funny. I was watching last night the postgame game uh, presser uh, with Scott. And it's almost, the way people are asking questions now, it's almost like it's like when they ask NFL teams about, will you be able to, what do you think? They, you know, the teams that are like 10-0, and 0 and they got, oh man, are you starting to think about the Miami Dolphins record? Are you, is the pressure starting to get to you? And, and Jerome, it's funny to me because I just don't sense that you guys are preoccupied with, oh, we're 17-0. I mean, it's fun. It's nice not to lose. It's nice to win, but... When I watch Jared Butler and I watch Davion after the game and I watch him play, I just don't sense that that even, unless it's just brought up to them constantly, and by the way, it is going to be coming up a lot if y'all keep winning, but I just don't sense that it's something you and Scott ever bring up with them, the coaching staff, and it's something that even really impacts them. It just kind of like, hey, let's go out. If we got a game to play, we might as well go out and play really well and win the game.
1: Yeah, and, and really it's about how you approach every day. And I thought uh, Coach Drew, Scott, had a great answer when he said, you know, if we don't take care of business every day, going 1-0 every day, then we, we won't be having any of these questions about being undefeated. You know, so um, our job today is to go 1-0. And with the guys having an off day, it's for them to rest. Recuperate, go to class, eat well—you know all the little things that they have to do. Um, for us as a staff, it's to, you know, break down the Texas film and uh, figure out how we can get better and what adjustments we gotta, you know, think about for the next time. And then start TCU tonight and, you know, putting it together. And someone I was talking to earlier today said, "Who do you have after TCU?" And I, I have no idea because. I'm focused on TCU, and, and I feel like that's been our approach. Let's take care of the whatever's in front of us right now and yeah. and enjoy doing it, not thinking about the future, but enjoy where we're at right now and, and take care of business, and then that other stuff will take care of itself.
0: It is Jerome Tang, associate head coach for the Baylor Bears, joining the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. ESPN Central Texas. That that was a, that was a funny moment after the game. I'm watching Jared Butler, and they ask him about that dunk Greg Brown had, and and, he, and That's what I love about your kids. You know, they're not they're not. You know, they just give actual honest answers. And he said something like, "You may have seen it." He said, "He said I said wow," and then he said, "I said come on, John." <laughs> <laughs> like he he gave a really candid honest answer and i gotta say i mean you, that was one of the nastiest dunks you will see in college basketball nobody likes to get posterized but uh jerome the the response that your players had was tremendous in fact the uh the the kind of mean mugging that uh, brown did to pick up the technical it was almost like that was a trampoline effect or or it almost kind of like uh Seem to spur you guys on a little bit.
1: Well, you know, I, I'm going to tell you what what I found the most impressive. Right, the the, the athletic play that he made was unbelievable. Greg, Greg's a tremendous talent and a wonderful young man. Okay, I spent a lot of time recruiting him, and him and his family just just wonderful people. Um, the intensity of the the moment and emotions take over sometimes, and and kids, young people. And adults overreact to things. I mean, adults in the stands overreact to a referee's call. You know, and uh, so there's there's that emotion of the game. That's what makes sports so wonderful. But John challenged it, hit the floor, and Matthew Meyer immediately reached over to grab him to help him up. Mm. Get his teammate off the ground. You know, not oh, you just got the, oh, that was a, a foul. What was, he didn't care about anything else. He cared about his teammate. And he went to get him off the ground and say, come on, get up. We got, got you. You know, and uh, and then obviously there was a tech and Jared Butler nails two free throws. And then we score on the possession. And then we get a stop. And then we come down and hit a three. And all of a sudden, instead of a four-point game, it's like 13. You know, and it turns out to, to be, you know, I think it ended up being 10. But it turned out to be such a momentum swing. Um, but. The response immediately to the dunk was, "Let me help my teammate off the ground," and that—that's what I was impressed with as a coach.
0: Yeah, I like that. You were impressed by that as a coach and a pastor, weren't you? Both of those things. But, it's but, like, uh, well, you
1: know, yeah. I mean, you know, you can flip flop the name. hire you, you know, pastors coach people on Sundays, and and we pastor kids every day in basketball. You know, so yeah. Um, <laughs> you know it's 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 all the same it's a, to it's a watch young men mature you know and and grow and care about somebody else more than they care about themselves and be able to make good decisions in intense um, pressure situations right at 18 to 22 you know i mean i wish i could make i could have made those types of decisions when i was 18 to 22 you know that's so uh, I'm so
0: proud of this team. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a fun team, and and uh, it's it's a fun team to watch. And people, uh, y'all talk, call it a culture, of joy. Uh, talking to yep. Jerome Tang, associate head coach of the the Baylor Bears, can you speak to something that's happening before our very eyes, Davion Mitchell? And you know, it's funny sometimes announcers are working off old talking points. You know, it's like they get they pass them to one to the next. And earlier this year, I heard somebody talking about. Oh Davion, boy, he couldn't shoot it all last year and all. And I, I, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I don't remember that. I thought he, I thought he did fine. I thought he was great last year. Anyway, they they were making that point. Okay, this guy has become one of the best three point shooters in the country, not just in the Big Twelve, in the country, and he's also the best on ball defender in the country. What, what are we seeing right now, Jerome? Is it something that you guys have been seeing for a pretty long time, and then he's starting to put it all together? I mean, this looks like uh, an incredibly confident player. In fact, he, man, at times his leadership, and maybe it's a number he wears too, it kind of brings Tweety Carter memories to me. But this guy, <laughs> this, guy's a, uh, this guy's a better scorer than Tweety uh, ever was, honestly, the way he's going right now. You know, this is the
1: Davion um, culmination of a lot of hard work and his belief in his work and not the result. And whereas last year, I felt like he was a good shooter, you know, but I don't know. I felt like his confidence level went up and down based on the result of the shot rather than the work he had been putting in. And this year, it doesn't matter if he misses a shot or he misses two shots. He believes in the work that he put in. And that's what you have to trust your work, not the results. And And that's where confidence comes from. And so his, his confidence level is not at an all-time high because he's seen it going in. He's, it's at an all-time high because he's believing in the work that he put in when nobody else was watching.
0: Yeah, it's something to watch. And, uh, and, and, you know, I think this team is almost, you know, when, when Texas got it going a little bit, I mean, it's it's almost a good thing for occasionally somebody to to get it going a little bit because you, you, you get to see, okay, how are they going to take this punch? How are they going to respond to this and everything? Uh, you, you mentioned earlier that you still see, Jerome, uh, some, some definite areas of improvement. When you and Scott hole up after a game like this, where the rest of the country is rah, 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 feeding you the cheese, so to speak, um, what, you, what are you seeing? What do you think are the areas where you where you, you need the most improvement?
1: Well, you know, I, I don't we haven't put forty minutes together yet. And um you know, normally around this time of year we're playing about twenty five minutes and you know, the way we want to play, and then there's about 15 minutes of lull, you know, where it's not how we want to play. And uh, we need to, in the next few games, push this to where we're playing 30 minutes the way we want to play, and then build on that. And Because I, I feel like there are some lulls there where we get out of character um, where we let some things slide, where we're not as locked in as we need to be. Now, now part of that is also the opponent. Okay, I'm, you know, I mean Andrew Jones. Boy, he made some tough shots last night. You know, Jericho Sims. Uh, boy, what a what a tremendous athlete. You know, and and some of the plays that he made. So there 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 are a bunch of guys on the other side that make what you want to do different. But sometimes I feel like we we might relax a little bit. You know, and um, whether it's on offense and we have some turnovers or whether it's on defense that we give up some things that we're not supposed to give up. And so the goal is to get us to the point to where we are capable of playing and focusing for four, for the full 40 minutes. You know, if you want to try and win a Big 12 championship, if you want to try and play on April 6th, you know, that that Monday in, in April. so. That, that Those are some things as as we watch film. There there's some details, but, you know, the, that's not as important right now as just the, the overall focus of the team,
0: 40 minutes. Yeah, everybody wants to skip ahead and have that Baylor-Gonzaga game tomorrow, and uh, you guys got to keep everybody focused and keep them in the moment. What do you remember, Jerome, about a team that you all have been uh, – Tark's UNLV running Rebs have been coming up a little bit here lately, because they had a similar run where they they won a ton of games in a row. I think it was like 19 by eight or more points. Now, when I think back of that team, my gosh, there was uh, Aunt Greg Anthony, Armand Gilliam was on those teams. I, I think about Stacy Ogman. Uh, I, I, I mean, there's those were unreal Andes, teams. Andes,
1: Anderson Hunt, Larry Johnson. Oh Gosh. Moses Scurry, uh, Butler. Oh, big I mean, Moses. they. Whew, I was just talking to someone earlier, and I said, I heard someone like compare us to them. And as a kid, a young person growing up, uh, a young coach watching the, those TARC teams, watching John Thompson's teams at Georgetown, and I, I didn't know who was an NBA guy or who wasn't. I just knew they were great college teams, and man, I wanted to be like those guys. and wanted to. You know, have my teams play like that, and and to have some people mention us like that, and know that there are some young kids out there and some teenagers watching our team and thinking about us the way I thought about those teams, very, very humbling, very humbling, and um, just honored, and just yeah. that even be mentioned at all with those those
0: types of teams. We may need to secure some old footage of Tarks running Rebs. I mean Anderson Hunt at one point I can't remember if it was his sister or whatever he held some huge college uh record and we don't think of him because of uh you know the whole Grandma Mall commercials and Larry was such a you know an enormous uh, guy from the Dallas area but man those bring back a lot of memories those UNLV teams well listen I uh, I so much appreciate it uh and it's always fun to catch up with you I hope you heard me doing that commercial earlier talking about those uh omega-3s, fatty acids, and all that. So I, I no, mentioned no, I, you and I, I some of you, your, your I'll cooking. i tell you, okay. our, um,
1: our nutrition staff here at Baylor, they've got us taking all kinds of um, pills and and chewables and all, uh, everything that we need to so that we can um, stay safe during this, this pandemic. I just encourage everyone out there to, you know, mask up and stay socially distanced and wash your hands and, take the vitamins and I mean, you know, we can we can still enjoy some of the things of life and uh be be mindful of others who um, you know, if if some of us if we get it, it's gonna be mild symptoms and we'll be all right, but there are yeah. some who get it and um it could cost them their life and yeah. and as a as a community, we've gotta care about the the other people and make decisions that are gonna benefit all of us. And that's what I love about our team. You know, that culture of joy, it's about, you know, Jesus first, others second, yourself last. And so, um, you know, if anybody's out there, you know, listening to this, that, um, is experiencing the the pains of, of this uh, pandemic, our prayers are with you. And, um, you know, we're there too. And, um, those who who aren't be mindful that there are and let's 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 love our neighbors like ourselves
0: i love it i love it he ends it like uh, he would end a sermon he is the great jerome tang the baylor's associate head coach thank you coach i'll talk to you soon thank you